Bonjour, all you gardening cats and gators. Welcome to the September 21st Gardening with Cisco show, and thanks so much for tuning in. And uh, you better get out and garden today, because it sounds like it's going to turn terrible. But this is a perfect time to plant something, because uh, it'll get watered in for you. So uh, go shop right away. Hey, before I introduce a really incredible guest today... I want to just say hi to everyone who came to the Renton Farmer's Market on Salmon Days. So it was last, I think it was Tuesday, and I get there. I'm in my car. It is pouring. This is an outdoor talk. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, this is going to be a big audience, you know. But uh, they had some tents set up. They were cram-packed, so it was so nice for me, and I so much appreciate so many of you folks came. We had a blast, and uh, so uh, thank you so much. And that's a great uh, farmer's market, a lot of uh, good veggies for sale and crafts, and just a really fun place, so uh, give it a try. They're going to the end of September, every Tuesday night, I think it is, and uh, that's at the uh, Piazza Square there in Renton. All right, and uh, just want to let you know I'll be on New Day Monday, and I'll be talking about uh, some fun ways to plant spring um, blooming bulbs. So that'll be fun. All right, now I get to introduce my guest. So, uh, all right, now I've known this guy for a long time, but we're just really getting to know each other well. And uh, so his name is George Lash, executive. He's the brand new executive director of Plant Amnesty. And they are lucky to get this guy because uh, tell us a little about your career that you've had. Oh, okay. Um I'm lucky to get the job with Plant Amnesty, a wonderful, fun, fun group of people. Um, well, plants and people is my life. That's all I've ever done. Um, a little bit of this, a lot of that, uh, some public gardens, some Oh, yeah, locally. well, the Bellevue Botanical yep. Garden, you did a fantastic job there. We, we overhauled the big Northwest Perennial Alliance border there at BBG. Talk about um, a huge job. It was fun. It was a fun job. Oh, bad. Yeah. Yeah, a bit challenging at moments, of course. Yeah. But, um, and I just want to put a little plug in for BBG. Free oh, and open dawn till dusk every day. Fantastic. Yeah. And I write for their Bolton, so you yes. got to get that. And yep. Nita Joe, that's on this show now and then, she writes for it. And uh, it's a it's a great uh, garden, just fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, at the Flower and Garden Show, I would booth for them sometimes. And people would come out and be like, are you familiar with the Bellevue Botanic Garden? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we go for the lights. And I always wanted to say, oh, that's awesome. It's a garden every day of the year, you know, kind of thing. So, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've uh, bumped around in my career, uh, Midwest, Northeast. England? England for a year, yep, training at Wisley. And, wow, uh, that's, and that's quite a garden. It's quite a garden. It's come on a lot since I was there, too. It's always nice to see as they evolve oh, and change yeah. and, you know, get more useful to today's gardeners as well. That's kind of well. their research that's garden. Their, that's what they do. It's sort of an example garden yeah. and trials and research and all that. So it was a wonderful, immersive experience to to be there for a year. And you yeah. worked at Longwood Gardens? And uh, that was right on the heels of two years of training at Longwood Gardens near Philadelphia in their professional gardener training program. Jeez Louise. So that was a fun Right out of high school experience, yeah. yeah. Well, you it's really neat that you're working for Plan Amnesty now, yeah. we, when we originally planned to have you on, we were going to talk about uh, tree hugger bingo. Bingo. So, 
I got to tell everybody out there, if you already have a ticket for Tree Hugger Bingo, you're lucky because it's sold out. Yes. Yes. Which and is I, great. Which is awesome. Which is awesome. And uh, just to make you a little more jealous if you don't have a ticket, uh, we've been collecting wonderful donations from lots Boy, of wonderful nurseries. that. And uh, we bumped into the guys from Wincliffe last weekend, and they said, oh, come out next Saturday and pick up whatever you want. Oh! We'll give you some stuff. Oh, boy. So, of course, I'm flipping through my calendar. I'm like, Cisco, Cisco. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so today, uh, uh, Laura Watson is out there, oh, Laura's meeting, out there. Uh, meeting the guys and picking great. up some fun stuff. Oh, my stuff. God, that would be fun as can be, you know. I, I I used to do all kinds of different things for the master gardeners. I'm still a master gardener, but I don't take part as much in their plant sale. I give talks at it or something. Yeah. But um, so uh, I used to go out to Heronswood in the old days, and my department was the rare and unusual plants. So, oh, did I have fun. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That yeah. was just incredible. So. Yeah. And it's uh, it's you know Heronswood is is back. Yeah, that's the, the easiest, best way to say it. And well, it's boy, it's it better than ever. It's yeah. better than ever. It's better than it ever was, which is hard to believe. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And they sell plants there they now too. Plants. Not a ton, but uh, yeah. there's always something you want. You know. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have room for one more plant for the rest of my life. Well, Although there's yeah. always room. There's always room for one more. <laughs> editing, editing system. That's what we need to do. You know, I think this tree hugger bingo, I just want people to know what it's about. Cause, uh, yeah. So uh, you get there at 6, and then the game starts at 7, and uh, we sell beer and wine. And uh, so you get to have an extra fun time. There's uh, part of the deal with your ticket, you get all the pizza. Uh, Pizza, all the chili you chili, can eat. Chili, 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 chili. All kinds of, of chili. That, some of that is so hot it can burn the geezer hair right out of your ears, you know. True, true. <laughs> but, you know, we have, I don't know, 15, 18, 20 different pots of chili oh, yeah, so um, that the volunteers bring. So there's something for everybody. Yeah. And it's just plain fun. I mean, bingo is fun to oh, begin with. Fun. And it goes so fast. And it's, you know, really, really entertaining. And you, you win these great plants that yeah. we're talking about, you know. And uh, and then I'm sure you and I will be doing it together. We describe the wonderful plants and why you have to have them. And it was so funny because Cass was always like, before we started, she goes, now look, these these descriptions of the plants got to be shorter. You're taking too much time. And then the thing she'd be like kicking me under the table. <laughs> Yeah. You and me together. This no, could go on. This yeah. might go on till next day, you know. Yeah. So, um a big shout out to the volunteers and the staff behind the scenes oh, yeah. that make this happen. And they've already mentioned to me that, you know, Cisco and George together talking about plants. We don't, you know, we got to keep on time. They've been gentle about it so far, but I'm pretty sure that night it's going to be Oh yeah. Rang- don't wrangle be with us. Yeah. Oh god, so, it's so But it's going to be great fun in 2 oh, weeks yeah. on a Saturday night. Um, but Plant Emerson does lots of other things, too. We regularly have uh, pruning uh, workshops. And really good ones. Really good in-depth uh, pruning classes. It's a Master Pruner series. It's a series of 12 intense classes and, and then three want, workshops. And one thing I want to let people know, homeowners can go to these. Yeah. And you le- you can go to just one. You learn a ton. So if you're scared to death of pruning your Japanese maple, get on the Plant Amnesty uh Website, which we have a link to right on the front page of Cisco.com this week, 
And uh, you can find out when the talks are and figure out which one you need to go to. They're not expensive. No, they're not expensive. And, you know, it's just one of the best things I like is, you know, when I start a pruning class at, at Edmonds Community College or something, I'll start with how many people are comfortable pruning. And it's amazing when we're done, an hour and a half, two hours later, just getting that confidence and understanding how plants work a little bit more is sort of the basis of it. And we do, you know, welcome Welcome one-offs. You know, if you just want to take one class, that's great. And, and, and get, you know, get a vibe. I really recommend people do that. Before they start pruning their Japanese maple, I used to do a lot of consulting. And it's always sad when you get called in after the after massacre the happens, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. And then, you know, I, 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 I've been known to be a little uh, opinionated or generalizing and that sort of thing. So, you know, I'm always for editing in in the right case. And, you know, consulting, it's always fun because oftentimes I call it couples counseling, really. <laughs> it because, really is. And I try to insist that both parties are there at the same time so oh, yeah. that I could be like, you know, it's always – well, should we take it out or should take we try it out. to prune That's it better? That's the big one. You know, and I'm like, okay, oh I'm going to choose sides here. <laughs> if you ever say, if you, if you, ever say uh, you know, this tree should go, oh, get, oh, ready, get ready to duck. <laughs> okay, we got to take a break. So uh, George Lash, Executive Director of Plant Amnesty, is here. And uh, we're going to talk gardening, but also we're going to take your phone calls. So one triple eight. 973 Cairo, 1-888-973-5476. I don't care what question you got, including marriage counseling, we will have an answer. We're here for we you. We will not be stumped. Hey, we'll be right back. 97.3 Cairo FM. Hey, don't forget, if you want to get in on this conversation, give me a call, one 973 I promise we'll have an answer for you. But right now, we're talking about plan amnesty, and uh, uh, there are uh, quite a few uh, pruning courses you can take. Yeah, yeah. We've got our, our Master Pruner series that we were talking about earlier. It's 12 classes, but you can drop in on one of them or take three or whatever works for you. Um, we're looking at next year for those, and uh, we've got, uh, 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 in cooperation with the UW, we do a professional series there um, in the winter and then again in the summer. So that's being scheduled right now. And you, you uh, Plant Amnesty teaches some in Spanish, right? Yep. Yep. Um, coming up, we've got an all-day Spanish workshop. Wow. That's so, you know, great. on the ground, hands-on pruning uh, in Spanish with a couple of wonderful, wonderful instructors. So very, very helpful there. That's great. Yeah. You know what I saw coming, uh, walking my dogs before I came here this morning? I saw a uh, crew, and I've seen this now several times, pruning a whole garden with weed eaters. Yeah. Nothing but weed eaters. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I guess it's an art form, perhaps. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's a it's a skill I've never really mastered. I've never mastered that um, either. My gosh. I mean, things were looking pretty good if pretty you like nice and neat. and donuts. If you and, like uh, that look, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we're running into the usual, you know, landscape maintenance contract thing. So they feel like they have to do something. Yeah. And, you know, cut off that last two inches of growth. On it's, every shrub in the is 
Is there something it's to cheap do? to have that done? I mean, if you want your yeah. garden, you know, and if, and if you know, if you got you like that formal look, you're probably going to yeah. get that for pretty cheap. I don't know in the long run if that's in the too long run good it's not so good. I mean, you know, we won't say that it's a waste of time and energy and resources. Oh, and you have to do it again and again and again. I don't know anyone that's you know shaved their head or dyed their hair. It's kind of like that. You're sort of once you're in it, you're kind of in it. I used to work with a guy. I was the manager at Seattle U for many years, yeah. and uh, administration wanted to kill me for letting this guy do this, but he loved the weed-eating shorts, so I figured, okay, if you can do it, go ahead. You know? Oh, my wow. God. It's I like, think that's the norm in Australia, right? That, that might be. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be tough, you know? Yeah. Yeah, OSHA wouldn't like that. No, no. But uh, Plan Amnesty does a lot of other things we should mention while yeah, oh, we do. Uh, we do a lot of outreach and uh, tabling in the community and uh, offering advice uh, to people. We also have a wonderful resource for homeowners. Uh, we have a plant amnesty referral service. Yeah, so the, it's arborists and gardeners. So, that is such a good service. You know, big pruning, or you've got a question on the tree, or the neighbor's tree. We get a lot of neighbor's tree problems. Yeah, Imagine yeah, that. Yep, that's uh, a problem. They, you can call in and uh, or search on the website, and we'll get you in connected with people that we've vetted that have plant amnesty values. And probably are not going to recommend topping your trees. No, no. You know, they're really good. Everybody I've ever met. And, you know, I get I get a lot of email questions, yeah, and yeah. Uh, which I don't mind. And I try to answer them. I can't get them all. And, uh, but a lot of them are, who can I do? Can you recommend somebody? And I just say, go to Plant Amnesty. Go to, it's under resources, I under think. Under resources, and then, yep. And then you'll see the referral. Yeah. And uh, you're going to get. People that know what they're doing because you guys do vet them, you know. We do vet them. And it's a, a wonderful family of arborists, if you will, uh, that uh, are associated with plant amnesty. And we also do uh, gardeners as well. So the smaller pruning and the day-to-day stuff that you want someone that's not going to, you know, turn every taxis into a meatball. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. We, we also recommend those. And it's tough to find people that will recommend. You know, it's such a thing. So we, we put effort into that. Um, we also do a lot of fun, fun things too. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, which, uh, tree hugger bingo is one of the funnest. And I've always, I guess Cass thought this idea. Cass thought up a lot of interesting she, things. She was so amazing. And, uh, I'll, I remember, I don't know. Do you know which, how many, uh, bingos there have been now? This is the 15th. 15th. So 15 ago. Cass calls me up. She goes, how would you like to be the MC for uh, Plan Amnesty Bingo? And, of course, I'm like, are you going to pay me? No. No. <laughs> and, uh, but she talked to me. And she goes, it's only going to be one. I guarantee right, it. It's just, just a one-off. We're going to have a big, fun time. We're going to make tons of money. We won't have to do this so, again. So I've this will be my 15th, folks. So... <laughs> So uh, thank you, Cisco. Oh, you're more than welcome. And it's so much fun. I love running out there with the little uh, wrapped up things and throwing them at the people out yeah, there. Yeah, the people that, that didn't win blast. and they crunch their uh, yep, their bingo sheets. And, and when I make run a, down there, I get pummeled. But I get mess. a few people too. <laughs> hey, we got a phone call. We should go to that. All right. We're going to up. Tacoma to talk to Lee. Hey, Lee, what's happening out there in Tacoma? Well, it's. It's kind of beautiful, cloudy day. Wonderful. We're working outside. Oh, good. Yeah. 
I have, I overwinter my geraniums in a little greenhouse. And I have all these white fly flying up oh. around me. It's just, it's horrible, oh. like in my mouth. And oh, oh. That, you got a lot of them, Ned. <laughs> I do. Do I spray them or can I not use them in my greenhouse? I don't want to bring them into the greenhouse. Well, here, well, I'll start, but George, you may know a better spray or something. But here's, here's one way you could do it if you don't mind starting over with new geraniums next year. If you don't. If you don't put any plants in your greenhouse, I think it's two weeks they die out. They have to be on a live plant to survive. Yeah, yeah. Okay. White flight does need a, a host. Um, so are they in the greenhouse already, or they're on your geraniums that you no, want to bring in? I just have them out on the patio. Yeah. I'm still yeah. cutting them down. Mine, yeah. Some of mine are five years old, and they're Ooh, like... Right. They, I don't want to make you murder those. A basket. Okay, so take as many leaves off as you can, because the eggs and the, the young ones are on the underside of the leaves. And right. then I think if you can, a nice uh, soapy, make a big vat of suds and kind of okay. drench them in the suds, and that'll help knock them back. That white flies really hate being wet. So if you okay. can, I know this is during the winter when it's already too wet as it is, um, try to just sort of miss the underside of the leaves, uh, and that really okay. annoys them and will knock it back. But, of course, a nice little dry greenhouse is perfect for them to overwinter yeah, and then explode again next tough. year. We At Seattle U, we got them sometimes inside. Most of the time, I go, just get rid of that thing. We'll yeah. bring in something else. But there were some plants that we loved, and they had special value given to us by somebody or something. And uh, we were pretty successful using horticultural oil. Yeah. So we did that a lot. We'd take them outside to spray them. Yeah, outside on a, on a cloudy day to spray yeah. with hort oil. Uh, you know, a soap-based thing usually works as well. The I guess the good thing about whitefly is they don't usually destroy the plant. That's true. You know, they kind of wrinkle a few leaves. Drive you nuts. Drive you nuts and, you know, <laughs> yeah. when they're in your face. But, yeah. Yeah. You know, and well, uh, could be worse. Uh, the thing is about white fly is there. I think there's four different stages. There's eggs. They go into this little dormant stage that nothing could kill. And so what you got to do is spray a lot. We had to do it weekly, and we finally beat them because you got to get them when they hatch. When and, they hatch, yeah. you know, just keep after them like crazy. But if if you love those enough. You can really go after them, spray every week, do, keep them moist, do all those things, and you might, might get them the under control. How's that? Okay. Well, I have almost thirty. Just wow. Put them in the in the pot. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to do about thirty to forty more. Oh my Good. God! Well, you're about to do some heavy duty spraying. Well, this is this will be your. Uh, yeah, I think wash them down before you put yeah, them in, that's and a then real good you know idea. just. A, a good soap and alternate with soap and oil. Yep. Okay. All right, That's Lee, good, good luck. Hey, someday have, let me know how question. this all turns out, okay? All right. All right. Okay. Thanks. Thanks a lot. All right, we're taking a break. We're Alex going to come in here and let you know what's going on out in our neighborhoods. And we'll be right back after this on 97.3 Cairo FM. Yeah, you betcha. And George Lash, 
executive director, brand new executive director. Newly minted. <laughs> Newly yeah. minted, yes. Yeah, and, having uh, fun. And this is going to be great for Planned Amnesty to have you in there. So uh, Thank you. It's really great. So, um, hey, there was one thing. Oh, first, let me tell everybody, we got all open lines. So if you make a call, you'll get right in. We'll put you right on. one 973 Cairo. one 973 Five four seven six. So uh, there's one other thing Plan Amnesty does that we haven't talked about. There are pamphlets for every kind of pruning there ever yeah, was. There's, there's handouts on just about every type of tree and shrub pruning that you would imagine. Um, and a lot of that is uh, on the website as a member. And we'll gladly uh, mail it to you or, or send it to you digitally. Uh, if you would request it. And yeah. how, how can people become members of Plan Amnesty? Uh, you can join online or the info is online or you can call and mail it in and, and all that. It's yep. a relatively good membership. It's still, uh, we'll say, relatively inexpensive compared to a lot of things. And one of the best benefits, I think, is four times a year we have a meeting of like minds. Oh, yeah, that's really Which is cool. where we bring in a really good speaker and have a, a more in-depth discussion on trees and tree health or gardening. And one of the most recent ones this past year, we had Richie Steffen from Miller. Oh, he's fantastic. Come and speak to, you know— the Miller legacy and how, you know, trees are the view, which is a tagline that Plan Amnesty <laughs> uses, was a Betty Miller thing. And the history of the the cedars along I-5, and that was a Betty Miller thing. The, the things that, that Betty Miller had done that we're still living with today and, and the legacy that she's left of trees for us to, to protect. Yeah, the Miller, the Miller Library. At, uh, and all the YouTube. wonderful things that, that Miller and NHS does. Yeah, so, NHS, terrific. You know. I'm on their board night. They're terrific. They are. They are terrific. Okay, yeah. we, we got a couple of phone calls. All so right. We're going to zip over to those, and we're going to Carnation right now. Hi, Brian. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Hi, what you got going? Hi. So I have a I have a client who has a, a paver patio, and it's about three feet away from a Don Redwood, and the Don Redwood's about forty foot tall, and the root one of the large roots is starting to push up the pavers. I'm wondering if I can cut that. I would wait till winter when the tree's dormant. But, how, uh, how far away is, that is be the, a problem? How far away is the base of the tree from the patio? Like three feet. Oh boy. I don't think you can cut that. Yeah. Awful close. I'd be a nervous wreck to do that. I, I think, you know, being yeah, a paver patio, can you, like, l- lift a couple of those pavers and disappear them and look at the beautiful roots? Hey, there's an idea. Yeah, it's pretty small, so, and it's only going to uh, It's only going to get, gonna get bigger and bigger and, and wreck and, more yeah. and more of it. That's it. There's lots of other large roots, so... Well, it's you know it's a big gamble to cut that off that close to the tree, and it's and it's going to respond with you know you you cut it off and just just beyond where you cut it off it's going to regrow oh, more yeah. roots are going to be smaller at first yeah. and it's going to put the energy that it was putting into that root that you cut into the other roots so I I don't want to say right plant awesome place <laughs> but 
I, I think it's a beautiful tree, and they're known for their you know yeah. root flare and beautiful buttress trunk and all that. Yeah, you so, got a big tree like that, and, and it's not going to get any smaller. Forty feet is a baby. Yeah, it is. What do you think about uh, seeing if you could talk your uh, client into raising the patio, uh, maybe a deck, instead. a deck, a deck, perfect. Oh. Yeah, you could pick huh. a raised deck because it's going to destroy the patio. It's just a matter of time. Unless they like that look of bumpy patio. You know, <laughs> gives it character and age. <laughs> yeah. So I I think you've got to, you know, let them know that, uh, you know, this is a beautiful tree. And if they want to keep that, which I think would be great, if you could build a deck, you've you've solved the problem. Raise it up, yeah. and uh, or you know a, a seating area over that one spot. You know where the paver is yeah. now gone, but you've got some sort of seating or something yeah. to. But, but I do useful, think it's you know. going to keep causing more and more trouble yeah. over time. So it's a it's a thought. See if you could talk them into a, uh, a deck. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Maybe not the, the answer you were hoping for, but yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Bring a bottle of wine next really time you go to bill them, huh? <laughs> it's, it's a little too small to put a deck in. But oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's going to be but, uh, if that's that small, it's going to be a problem. I, I maybe just putting a table with some chairs around it and. Uh, uh, you know, keep what you can of the patio, and that that might work. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful tree. Enjoy it. Just... Yeah. 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 Okay. I, I wouldn't cut that off if it were me. You know, it, it's a short-term fix, if anything, yeah. like cutting it off, because it's only going to pop up somewhere else. Yeah. And it, you know there's more coming where that came from. Yep. So, All right, Brian. Sorry, we weren't much help, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I kind of had a feeling that, that yeah. was there. Well, you, you can now say Cisco said. <laughs> Blame it on Jordan. Uh, yeah, exactly. uh, best of luck, Brian. Thanks for calling. See ya. Right, thank you. Okay, bye-bye. All right, let me check the time here. Uh, all right, I think we'll take a break right now. When we come back, Jing, Jim in Kingston will put you on, and Katherine, I'm going to try and get to you too. So right back on 97.3 Cairo FM. All right, uh, George Lash and I are going to go right to the phones, and we're talking to uh, Jim in Kingston. Hi, Jim. Hey, Cisco. How are you? Hey, fantastic. Thanks for calling. Sure. So my wife and I moved to Kingston about a year ago, and we got a half-acre lot, and it's probably got seven or eight um, native rhododendrons, and we also have a white plum tree, and we're pretty clueless on how to prune and care for either one of those. So we wanted to see what your tips were for so that, the, for making them. The white plums, is that them white them. flowers or white plums? It's actual actual fruit. So it's kind oh. of a whitish, yellowish fruit that it bears, and it hasn't been doing too well. Like last year when we first moved, it wasn't so hot, and today, or this year, it just it wasn't producing great fruit. It rotted right away, and it's got lots of... Um, Daily branches on it and some some smooth branches and I just I'd like to prune it but I don't know even know where to start or if it's the right time of year or well you're getting close that. to the right time of year so it's yeah. best the heavy pruning you want to do in uh, winter time when it's dormant when it's dormant and just just okay. FYI plums and cherries and all that are prone to all sorts of wonderful oh, scaly parking. Right. 
fungal issues. Um, I I will say that at, you know at this time, if you want to get the loppers out, anything that's dead should just go away. And there's probably a few chunks okay. that are. And anything you can do to get it more sun would be would be awesome. Yeah, and more sun and more okay, air it, circulation, and probably more okay, pollination kind of, kind of too. Now, okay, good. Good. It, it might not yeah. be getting pounding. It might be why the fruit's rotten and falling off because, uh, you know, plants know they're on Earth to reproduce. If there's no seed in that fruit, they're not going to waste all their waste, energy finishing, raising a baby the there. And the, okay. and the roadies, I'm not sure, you know, what, what needs pruning on them. They're usually pretty self-sufficient. Yeah. Are they too big to... They're really kind of, they haven't had care in, in years. Now, we've been told by the neighbors in years before that it's kind of the spot where everybody stops to look at them because they're so amazing. But I wow. think the harsh winter we had, um, one of them actually bloomed in late January this past year. And then we had kind of an explosion of color and it didn't last very long. But I think we just noticed they're really kind of lanky and kind of, kind of and lots of legs that sprout out everywhere. They don't look like Nice. They just look cold. like they've been neglected. Yeah. You know, are they in pretty heavy shade? Uh, no, they're all oh. out in the, the sun, well, except for the one that's kind of buried by the blackberries that we need to get well, sent out typically, a little bit. But they're all really open to sun at different times of the day. Typically, you can prune the living tweedle out of a roadie if you need to. We yeah. cut them sometimes really? to two inches tall. It's yeah, you can cut them, cut them right down in the winter. Okay. In the winter. Okay. Um, okay. Which we're... Rapidly heading towards winter. Yeah, too um, fast. And I think, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, the, the blooming out of sequence thing is often a response from being too dry in the summer. So it's already set buds for next year, and it was too dry, so it kind of okay. went dormant. And then when we get okay. winter rains, it's like, oh, it's spring. And then it kind of does a, a, a okay. meager flowering too soon. So keep an eye on the water yeah. next year. Uh, yep. A nice thin okay. layer of composty mulch or chips or something doesn't hurt. You could give it in April. You could give it a little shot of organic rhododendron food. They yeah. love that. Green them up. But okay. yeah, and I, I right. wouldn't be too yeah, scared to cut it down a ways. And if you're going to do okay. it, you might as well go a ways because you know if you only cut it down a foot from the top or something, you're just going to get growth up there. So you want to, you know, trim everything kind of equally. And if you have to, if they look terrible, what do you got to lose? Go for it. Yeah. Let them grow back. Well, Um, I was just concerned because we had just a handful of people tell us, oh, you got to be really careful with what you do with those because they'll never come back. But I... I think they'll come back. And I also think you should be careful. Yeah. I think it's it's some of both. I've never pruned a native um, roadie. They act Denver. just like any other big leaf good, roadie. Good, good. Yeah. Um, if you uh, happen okay. to visit uh, Plant Amnesty's channel on YouTube, I'm pretty sure there's a couple of videos specific to rhododendrons Great. That'll in help. our hundreds of, well, hundred plus YouTube videos. Yeah. yeah. What, what was the name again? Uh, Plant Amnesty. There's okay. a link right on the front page of Cisco, C-I-S-C-O-E dot com. You yeah. can go to that okay. link. Oh, i in there. Once you're in there, they I've got a that, great I've been, website. I've been to your website. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to say that roadies right. are pretty forgiving, but these are pr- sound pretty special. They're so pretty maybe, special, yeah. You know, start with some food and water. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'll give you one more okay. suggestion, too. Sometimes you go to your favorite nursery, and uh, uh, I'm trying to think what a good one is. You could... You might have to come over here. Uh, yeah, uh, Savage okay. or, uh, or Savage, Valley Yeah, Nursery. Savage is really good. Okay. You could go there and right. say, do you have somebody that can you recommend? Or maybe a plant amnesty might know somebody over yeah, there. Yeah, a gardener or an arborist. And they, they could show you how to prune them. Yeah. 
and have a little session showing okay. you how to print them and how they grow, that which really would be awesome for their bird. future, too. Yeah, I used to do that job for years, and uh, that'll help you a lot. And then you'll know what you're doing. That's the best. Yeah. Okay. All, All right, Jim. nursery over in Hoods, Hoodsport, I think, and I, they sell lots of roadies. I thought maybe I'd get that well, one. Yeah, we'll yeah. Whitney, uh, Whitney, is it? I can't. Yes. In, um, oh, oh, yeah. oh, I know where in it is. Brennan. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In Wonderful Brennan, yeah, place. On the other side of the Hood Canal. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Okay. Nice people, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome rhododendrons. That'll help well, thanks, you. Thanks, guys. All right. Have thanks, fun. Jim. Really Good luck. It. Thank you. Okay. Hey, Brian, do I have time to take one more call, or is it too late? All right. We got to be really, really Bring fast, Kathleen. Hey, welcome to the show out in Duval. Hi. Hi. Thank you for your time. Um, in the past, I've dug my bulbs up, tried to storm in the winter, and I end up with mold every year. Can I just dig them up, separate them, and put them back in the ground safely? What do you suggest? What's your opinion? What kind of I bulbs are we... The ground. What Why kind of bulbs? I dig them up, yeah. Excuse me? What, what kind of bulbs? Oh, tulips, daffodils, and then I've got some uh, hyacinths. But I'm concerned about the tulips and daffodils. I'd like to... Keep them in the ground all winter. I don't want more do. mold. Do keep them in the ground all winter. But put here's a quick tip to help with the tulips, because tulips don't always come back. Put um, fern fronds really thick over where they're planted. They'll repel a lot of the water. They'll let a little bit go through, and uh, your chances of those tulips coming back are a lot better. Yeah. It's too wet okay. in the winter for tulips here, usually. Yep. Yeah. So that keeping them drier or really, really well drained when you plant them is, is the key with tulips yep. coming back. But the rest Daffodils of those, will be leave fine. them in. Yeah. yeah. Leave them, save yourself all that hard yeah. work. Okay. I yeah. appreciate it. Thank you very hey, much. Hey, sure. thanks a lot for the Enjoy. call. Bye. 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 All right. Well, uh, this has been a really fun show. We only have a couple more minutes here. But... Uh, so, uh, first of all, congratulations Thank on your you. new job. And um, so, are you going to make any changes? You're going to keep going smooth? I don't think we amnesty? need to make any changes. I think we need to, to relook at, at what Cass founded and the idea of stopping the malpruning of, of shrubs and trees and just keep that going in a different way. We're adding more uh, high end, uh, higher level pruning. Uh, classes as well. And we're looking at a more, you know, uh, basic intro one where, you know, Jim could come and talk about rhododendrons. Yeah. So, you know, and if if you love pruning or just are interested in learning more, you can uh, join Plan Amnesty. And then it's uh, quite a bit of fun. You get to go to the fun group, the monthly get togethers and everything. So it's really a fun group. And uh, uh, but I am so excited about uh, Tree Hugger <laughs> Bingo coming up October 5th. We are going to have a lot of fun. And all you guys, you're going to win some of the coolest plants you ever saw. Somehow, George and I will describe them super fast. We'll do it very, very quickly, though. <laughs> They're all awesome, yes. You may not be able to understand this. Brian, thank you so much. Always great working with you. Hey, everybody, get out there and garden today. It's going to rain. See you next week. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>